0: Hello, welcome to my podcast. My name is Tomi Rotimi. You already know who I am. But if you don't know, I run a fashion label here in Lagos, Nigeria called Exclamations. I've been running this proudly Nigerian premium ready to wear brand for the past 18 years. So I think I know a thing or two. Today's podcast has with us another guest. Today we are talking about threats to your business in these times and post-COVID, post-lockdown. But we're also going to talk about practical steps you can can take to mitigate these um, threats. I'm bringing in a favorite. After the last episode, we had so many people asking for me to bring him back. So he is back. I'm bringing back Bayo, Bayo Rotimi, my husband and veteran investment banker. Bayo is back with us today to take us through these steps that we can take to mitigate the threats on our businesses. Hi, Bayo. Hello, listeners. Always a pleasure to be back. Thank you for doing this. I know you're very, very busy. So um, I'm not going to waste any more time. We're going straight into... The topic. So, um, like we all know, there are threats to our businesses at these times. Um, some of us are not clear as to what these threats are, um, but more importantly, a lot of us don't know if you know it's all gloom and doom. What can we do? What are the practical steps we can take um, to secure our businesses at these times? So, I want you to take us through the threats and the
1: steps we can take to our, you know, for our businesses. Uh, thank you very much. I one uh, obvious threat that a lot of businesses face, particularly in Nigeria, is the threat of the devaluation of the naira. As we're well aware, oil prices have dropped to unprecedented levels. Um, demand for oil has crashed simply because the global economy has shut down. China has shut down. The airline, the aviation industry has shut down. There are very few cars on the road. So demand for petrol and products from the oil sector has declined. So Nigeria ends easily 90% of its foreign exchange revenue from the sale of this singular commodity. So we have a severe dollar shortage. What they simply means is the cost of uh, acquiring one dollar is going to increase. So some of you may be aware as at Friday close of business, it cost about 450 naira to buy just one US dollar. This is what you used to buy at uh, 360 uh, barely three months ago. So this is a major threat to businesses. A lot of Uh, manufacturing activity a lot of services rely on import imported content so if it is going to cost you to do to get if it's going to cost you even more to acquire these things are you able to successfully transfer that cost onto your clients and these are really the issues but it's always uh, there is always an opportunity yeah so
0: what are the steps we can take to you know manage this situation
1: well, there are a number of steps. Uh, the obvious one will be to uh, seek to diversify your business. If your business is one that consumes foreign exchange, is it possible to consider investing in a business that, rather than consume, it actually generates foreign exchange? So this is where uh, we start to look at the possibilities of exporting. You know, can we export value-added products out of Nigeria? Can we export but Primary products out of Nigeria. So, this is the time whilst we're still at home, do the research, find out which products are in uh, abundant supply in Nigeria, but the demand is very strong outside of Nigeria. If you can reposition your business and have some element of your business generate dollar denominated revenues, then it means that you can hedge against, you can protect yourself against the downsides. Uh, Second thing you can do is to adopt what I call an import substitution strategy. So of all of those things that you import to support your production or manufacturing or your business in Nigeria, are some of those inputs available locally, right? And to what extent can you access them? So please do the research. Nigeria is blessed by God with an abundance of natural resources. So it is possible that some of your inputs may be available locally. And if not just in Nigeria, also look at the neighboring countries around Nigeria that are easily accessible. So those will be uh, two practical steps that you can consider.
0: All right. Okay. So um, what's the second threat you'd like to um, let us know about today?
1: Well, for most uh, entrepreneurs, um, when interest rates go up, it usually creates some upheavals in our business, particularly for those who have borrowed money. If you've borrowed money from a bank, uh, you will find out that banks will always tell you that interest rates are adjustable based on economic and en- on the economic environment. So, unfortunately, we have a situation where our economy is struggling at the moment. It means that bri- pri- uh, banks will have to reprice their loans. So, if you are have an existing facility with a bank, get ready for some uh, increase in interest rates. So it is a real threat because it simply means that you need to devote a lot more of your operating cash to servicing that particular debt. So that is a threat that I believe a number of businesses, particularly those who have loans, are going to be facing at this time.
0: Okay, so what steps can we take in this regard?
1: Well, the first thing to do is to engage with your bank, have an honest, uh, uh, straightforward, factual conversation with them. Um, I'm hoping that you keep proper records so you can show your bankers your books. That in the six months up till December of last year, look at my numbers. In the first three months or four months of this year, look at my numbers. And they can obviously see the banks are not oblivious of what is happening in the operating environment. You know, they are also feeling the pain. So I'm sure they will be open to having a conversation. So the first demand you need to make of your bankers is to what extent can I restructure this my loan? To what extent can I or can you waive on my behalf uh, interest rates that I have not paid, debt service obligations that I have not met, uh, removal of penal charges and things like that. So it's very important to have that conversation with your bankers about restructuring. Your loans. Second thing I will advise is, if you have loans, and most of these loans are from commercial banks, I will advise that you consider uh, going to what we call development finance institutions, such as the Central Bank of Nigeria, the Bank of Industry, uh, the Development Bank of Nigeria, and there are quite a number of others like that. Um, They typically lend at concessionary rates. It used to be nine percent. The CBN has mandated that it be further reduced to 5%. The tenor of the loans used to be about three years or so. CBN has uh, mandated that it be increased to five years. And there is also a lengthy moratorium period where you will not need to pay back uh, mostly the principal, but in certain cases, even the interest, you may not need to pay back on time. So please do the research. Um, I know that people are usually concerned about collateral, but a lot of the new intervention funds that are available now do not insist that you must have collateral they just want to see your cash flows so i hope and i really really recommend that you all keep proper financial records so that when you need to engage with a counterparty such as this dfis you can show them once they see your cash flows uh the insistence on a, a tangible collateral uh will probably fall away thank you
0: all right so threat number three please
1: Uh, Threat number three, supply chains will largely be disrupted. Um, They say that China is the factory of the entire world, uh, actively supported by India with regards to the pharmaceutical industry particularly. Now, if again, a lot of your input uh, is coming from outside of Nigeria, or even if it is coming from within Nigeria, but in the last couple of months, there has been almost a, complete nationwide lockdown. Our 36 state governors just announced recently that there is a 14-day nationwide lockdown, you know, and only essentials, maybe food, uh, are allowed to move in this season. So a lot of businesses have had their supply chain protocols uh, totally disrupted at this point and they cannot get input for their own manufacturing processes. But I believe that if the lockdown is restricted, yes, we may have some semblance of normalcy, but it will take quite a while uh, for us to get back to that optimal level that we were operating before COVID-19. So this is likely to impact on a lot of businesses and their cash flows and profitability in the short to medium term.
0: This is a a huge threat to most of our businesses because we are all traders, we are all Um, dependent on our supply chains. So I know my listeners are really interested in the steps we can take to manage this particular disruption.
1: Right. Okay. So practical step number one will be Again, like I mentioned earlier, consider local substitutes. Is it possible for you uh, to meet your supply chain requirements, your input requirements locally within the geographical boundaries of your state, within the geographical boundaries of Nigeria? Uh, If it is not possible within those two boundaries, is it possible that neighboring West African countries may be able to help you in meeting uh, that uh, input requirement? you may also want to consider as a last resort if your principal sources have shut down and they do not reopen for the next three six nine months or whatever it is you may actually want to consider a a, a diversification in your business so your core business remains your core business it is temporarily struggling with uh, the issues arising from covid19 but it's also possible for you to consider a diversification are there other sectors other industries that are not as impacted as your own adversely and to what extent can you gradually start uh, investing in those areas partnering with people who are in those areas using some of your own assets and internal capacity to support people who are in that area so a joint venture a collaboration of sorts in somebody who's operating in a, in such an industry that is not as affected or is unaffected uh, by the realities of this season so I, I think those are a few things you would uh, i would recommend that you consider
0: okay um we still have a few more threats threat number four please
1: Threat number four, and this is a this is a major one. Uh, it's the fall in uh, consumer demand, and it is not uh, unexpected. If we have an if we have a situation where uh, supply chains are affected, if we have a situation where Nigerian naira is devalued, which means that the cost of importing goods and services into Nigeria has increased, it means that your cost of operations, your cost of doing business has gone on gone up significantly now in a scenario where there is a devaluation of the naira what will typically happen is something called inflation and inflation is a continuous persistent increase in prices so you yourself because your input it costs you more to do business you obviously need to transfer that cost uh onto your customer which means that the cost of your goods and services will have to increase now what will typically happen in a scenario such as this is, uh, your consumers may no longer have the disposable income because they are also facing their own challenges. Some of them have lost their jobs outrightly. Some of them have had to suffer a pay cut. Uh, Some were uh, operating on a subsistence level, doing some small businesses on the side, and maybe those businesses have shut down completely. So as long as their disposable income uh, has taken or takes such a direct hit, it means that their ability to consume will also be curtailed and it is very very likely that except you are offering something that is absolutely essential to human survival your business the demand for your product or service is likely to suffer a deep particularly in this season so it is a real threat uh, but there are fortunately a few steps that you can you may consider to get around this
0: please what are what are these steps i i need to hear these steps desperately
1: okay Um, and you and I'm sure everybody would like to hear this Um, multiple income streams you know I think one of the ways to get around this you know we are going to we are entering into a situation where uh, inventory levels will remain very high you will have a lot of goods in your warehouse that you are struggling to sell you will have a lot of inventory on your shelves that you are struggling to push simply because the demand is not there the consumer is struggling so it is always important for you uh, as uh, for you to have multiple additional revenue streams so use this season Where on day 27 of a formal lockdown we don't know what will happen at the end of today but for as long as you have time please even if you don't have time create the time to develop a framework through which you can earn uh, additional income uh, preferably from a source from an industry from a sector that is different from where your core area of business or your core industry or your core competence. So I will ask that you consider this. Remember our last engagement when we spoke about passive income, please activate uh, a lot of passive income opportunities, whether it be mutual funds we spoke about, whether it could be investing in other companies who are established, who have a track record, whether it is investing in a younger business, a smaller business, but be one that is run by some people who are extremely competent and have capacity uh, to take advantage of the opportunities in that space. This is the time, ladies and gentlemen, for us to put on our thinking caps. We are dealing with a situation that is unprecedented for most of us or all of us. So it's time to think out of the box, and there are solutions. Thank you.
0: Anything else we can do to to help? this
1: time well another thing you can do in this season is um zero have a zero tolerance for Uh, substandard or suboptimal products or services. Your products and your services must be of the highest quality. Your product, I repeat, or your service must be of the highest quality. So that when the consumer who is faced faced with declining disposable income has to make a, a, a consumption decision, they will only invest in things that will deliver or add value to them. So it is very 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 important this is not the season to cut corners this is the season to ensure that you are delivering value once you are delivering value on a regular and on a consistent basis demand may drop for a season but it will ultimately pick up again because as long as the economy starts to open up or when the economy starts to open up and consumer spending starts again they will typically be attracted to areas where they believe they are getting value in exchange for parting with uh, their cash. So it is definitely one thing to do. So use this season also to look at your processes. How can you improve on it? This is also a time to think about customer service. To what extent can you enhance the quality of the relationship between yourself and your customer? So customer relationship management has to be your mantra this season. You know, at the end of the day, if there are multiple producers or sellers of a product or service, the customer will only gravitate to the one where they believe they are best treated and they have a relationship. So please use this time to put in the, the framework and the building blocks to ensure number one, uh, highest quality products and services. Number two, excellent customer relationship management.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Um, I think we have one last threat now. Um, threat number five.
1: Right. So threat number five um, you know, the new normal now is uh, social distancing and all of that. Uh, my sense is uh, the experts are saying to us that this pandemic, that this virus is going to be around for a while. Um, even when the when the plateau flattens, even when the curve drops, uh, there is a possibility of a second wave, uh, maybe in the winter, according to some uh, scientists. So it means that The way we do business is likely to change. Um, Government is likely to come out with policies, uh, institutionalizing social distancing. So it means that you as an entrepreneur, you have to start thinking about multiple channels through which you can engage and uh, access and uh, reach your customers. So this is the time, ladies and gentlemen, to take a a review and audit of your own internal processes. To what extent have you Embrace technology. To what extent have you digitalized your processes? This is the time to ensure seamless service delivery, uh, seamless product delivery. So uh, take a look at your business. Uh, Look for areas where you can automate. Look for areas where you can introduce technology with regard to your customer interaction, with regard to channels of delivery of the product or the service. Uh, Clients in the customers in this post-COVID era will be looking for convenience. They will be looking for ease. So please recalibrate your business to ensure that you can deliver your products and service with ease and the least possible strain and stress to your client. Thank you.
0: Wow. Thank you so very much, Bayer, for these tips. Um, I particularly like the fact that you are showing us that even with these challenges, there are ways around it. And like Bayo said, these are, this is just a season. These, will not be, these times will not be with us forever, but um, whatever it is we do at this time, will go a long way in determining if we survive um, this disruption. Thank you so very much. So like I said before, um, if you still have questions to ask Bio, send us an email. Tomi at tomirotimi.com and we will respond. Again, I do not want anybody to lose hope at this time. There is still a lot of opportunity at this time for our businesses to evolve and to find new ways of engaging with our customers, new ways of diversifying. And I think that's what Bayer is saying at this time. This is a time for us to all be a little bit more um, adventurous, a little bit more um, organized with um regards to our businesses um one last word for bio just one last word of encouragement from bio um
1: before we round this up uh listeners hang in there in the midst of this crisis lies a lot of opportunity. Use this time to build capacity. Use this time to think out of the box. What else can you do? How else can you add value? How else can you impact your society? So please, let's put creative views or let's put this time into some creative views. And I wish you all the best.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Speak to you soon. Bye.